I don't cotton to bounty hunters. The harsh statement grated against Marty Keller's soul like fingernails on a schoolhouse slate board. His eyes narrowed as he coolly appraised the county marshal, a weather-beaten man of advanced middle age. The man's gut rolled over worn whipcord pants held up with soiled galluses. His boots were scuffed and dirty, the heels worn nearly away. His shirt was a dingy gray, no matter its original color, and was loosely stuffed in his pants. This country boob had the audacity to insult him just because he knew he could get away with it? Whatever you say, Marshal Willard. I'm just interested in your poster for a James Bennett. I saw it in Fort Smith last week. It's still good? James Bennett? Sure is. But I aim to catch him myself. I don't need no bounty hunter trying to backshoot him like a mangy dog. The man needs to come back here and stand trial. I figure he's got another side to the story I got from the Jaspers that put him on the Dodge. How's that? It's just that I know Jim and his wife, Julia. They're good folks. He's got a little spread a few miles east of here, right at the Missouri border. How come you're handling the jurisdiction instead of a Missouri lawman? Marty shifted his weight, wishing the grumpy law dog would offer him a seat in the chair by the scarred desk. Be damned if he would ask to sit. Rather than ask anything of the rube sheriff, he would stand until his feet were bloody. The crime happened just outside of town a couple of miles. Made it my problem, and I wish it weren't. Marty kept quiet. He had learned the best way to encourage others to talk was to keep his mouth shut. He looked intently at the marshal, patiently waiting for the lawman to continue. An uneasy pause followed. The marshal shifted in his chair and picked at his teeth with a hoary fingernail. After inspecting the result, he looked back at Marty. Seems Jim inherited some land in Wyoming territory. Three fellows from Cheyenne came here and made him an offer for the land. Jim apparently said no thanks. So the men left and were riding back here when Jim rode up after them, according to the two men who was there with the victim. Anyways, they said Jim asked for more money, and when they said no, he got mad and drew down, shooting one of the three off his horse. Killed him dead in a stuffed turkey, too. The other two hightailed it over here to me and swore out a murder warrant for Jim. They the ones that gave you the three thousand dollars? Yep, had it wired in from Wyoming Territory. The county wouldn't have gone more than three hundred otherwise. Someone must have some deep pockets in Wyoming. Well, you're the second bounty hunter to show up since the poster went out, so I guess it's a working for him. I still don't like it, though. It appears to me Jim ought to have his say in court. You bounty hunters have a habit of bringing your prisoners back dead more often than not. Not my way, Marshal. I always give them the chance to come in peaceable with me. Marty nodded, growing weary of standing so long without moving around. I do agree with you. If he'll let me, I'll try my best to bring him back so that he can make his case in court. You have any idea where he might have gone? Sure do, but I ain't going to share nothing with a bounty hunter. That's for damn certain. You want to catch Jim Bennett? You got to do it yourself. Whatever you say, Marshal. I'll be on my way. Thanks so much for your help. 
Marty turned on his heel and left the office, not bothering to see if his sarcasm registered with the unfriendly sheriff. He walked out into the early April sunshine. It felt good on his back after the gray days of March. He slowly made his way up the packed dirt sidewalk, looking in the wavy glass windows of the few stores open for business in the village. Fort Wayne had a long way to go before it would be worthy of being called a town. Marty stopped at the window of Herman Volker, gunsmith, if the painted sign over the door was correct. Leaned up against the corner of the display area was a telescopic sight, a slender brass tube nearly two feet long, with a leather cover over each end to protect the glass lenses. I saw one of them in Georgia just before the war ended, he murmured to himself. Might work just fine on my sharps. Marty went to his horse and retrieved his fifty caliber sharps buffalo rifle from the saddle.